Ozarks in 5, brought to you by the Butterfly Palace. Have the best day ever at the Butterfly Palace. The Springfield Green County Park Board, reminding you to go play. And Roto-Rooter Plumbing and Drain Service. Call Southwest Missouri's best plumber today for a free estimate. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Forheads. Well, here we are on Friday, the Friday before Thanksgiving, no less. So we're like, man, hard to believe it. We're in the holiday season. The weather changed. So it's chilly out there this morning. You can check up on uh, what's going to happen over the weekend with Abby Dyer's Wake Up Weather coming up. But we will do a little news. Here you go. A 19-year-old, 19, is now charged with first-degree murder in the shooting death of a man in downtown Springfield this week. Elisha Bedell faces other serious charges as well. We also know two juveniles were arrested in the case, too, in connection with the death. Uh, Elisha Bedell is accused of firing shots at a couple in a car Tuesday evening, killing 26-year-old Chavez Wynn and wounding Wynn's pregnant girlfriend. She is hospitalized with her wound right now when was the third person to be shot and killed in Springfield in less than three weeks. And at this point, we still don't know what led up to that shooting. If there was any sort of relationship between those people or not. Yeah. Uh, now to this crazy. Springfield, I mean, it wasn't even, it wasn't even, uh, it wasn't even in the overnight hours. I mean, you, 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 uh, you're not, you're less surprised if it's in the overnight hours, but it was like eight 30 at night. Unbelievable. Yeah. Springfield Police, uh, Springfield Public Schools, I should say, caught a student with a loaded gun inside Glendale High School yesterday. Leaders were tipped off to it, pulled the student out of class, class and confiscated it. Uh, no one was hurt. That student is now in custody and will be disciplined. And of course, um, same type of situation at Clever two days ago. So basically two days in a row at two local schools. Yeah, two guns at school this week crazy uh the brand new christmas tree in downtown springfield is up it's been hit by vandals already uh the good news is they were caught on camera so we'll see what happens this is uh just as the city's getting ready to do the mayor's christmas tree lighting ceremony tomorrow night the vandals uh are on the video taking bulbs off the tree and breaking them and this is a brand new tree for Springfield. It's a used tree, but it's new to Springfield. It's an artificial tree, about 65 feet tall, that the city's planning to reuse every year. And uh, for no good reason. Yeah. If someone sees those break. pictures, all of the news outlets have them online. Um, you'd have to know the person to know the person because you can't get a good... It's a little grainy, but hopefully they'll get them because that's so maddening it is maddening can we not have any nice things around yeah right uh well it's not just springfield seeing an increase in in violent crime recently going back to sarah's stories about three people being shot and killed in the last three weeks uh americans all over the place are really feeling the stress of high crime the latest gallup poll shows 63 percent of americans say rampant crime increasing crime is an extremely or very serious problem. From shootings and stabbings to carjackings and thefts, you know, police are just saying beware, uh, especially now around the holidays, report any suspicious activity and watch your surroundings when you're walking around in downtown or just walking to the parking lot of a store or at the mall or whatever. It's, it's, uh, it's a weird time we're living yeah, in. Yeah, it is. And porch pirates and thefts always are up around holiday season and then also 
uh, carjackings. There's been like an Amazon truck that was carjacked uh, elsewhere out of state. But anyway, yeah, and, all right. You know, I, the, it's usually porch pirates stealing packages, but now they're going at these gangs of people are going after the big trucks. I saw a big FedEx truck, like a semi full of, of packages was blocked by several cars on the road. They then broke into the back of the truck and stole a hundred thousand dollars worth of products out of the back of this FedEx truck in Memphis, yeah. where I was last weekend. Yeah. This just happened this week. And, uh, you know, police well, didn't a bunch of the soccer crew get cars broken into there as well. Yeah. Yeah. We were at a, uh, uh, it was kind of a bowling alley arcade place where there's food and 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 games for the kids to play. A bunch of people were there, and a bunch of cars with Missouri plates got their windows smashed. Kids had their soccer bags stolen, so they didn't have cleats and shin guards for the the games the next day. It was a we had left before that happened because uh, Griffin wanted to go to Bass Pro Shops in the pyramids, so that's what we did. But yeah, it's it's just man, it's nuts. Yeah. Gosh, Lord help us. Seriously. We need it. Yeah. Um, all right. We were talking about the holidays. Uh, U.S. retail sales dipped in October, but only by 0.1%. That compares with a 0.9% increase in September. Economists are forecasting a slowdown in spending during the final three months of the year after a big summer of spending. Uh, although, of course, Christmas spending will skew those numbers a bit. Um, another big grant for Evangel University. It was just awarded a $250,000 grant from Lilly Endowment Incorporated to supplement its compelling preaching initiative efforts. Uh, the goal of the compelling preaching initiative is to train and resource ministers within the Assemblies of God denomination with relevant and biblically based education and resources to meet the needs of the 21st century church. The Lilly Endowment has granted Evangel more than $7 million in the last two years. Yeah, that's a big number, $7 million in two years. Man, that's that's a great influx of cash for Evangel. Good for them. Well, and hey, that goes right along with all of the other crime stories, right? <laughs> yeah, need more pastors to try to fix the crime. <laughs> that's true, right? Go, Evangel, go. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, there are, you may have seen this and thought this, uh, we're here to tell you that it's true. There are fewer Brown Derby liquor stores in Springfield these days. The location, uh, on South National Avenue, right near Missouri State's campus is now the latest to close for good. That closing comes after the store on Campbell next to Bass Pro shut down, uh, not too long ago. At one point, Brown Derby owned more than 15, operated more than 15 stores in and around Springfield, but not anymore. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I wonder if fewer people are buying bulk alcohol or are they getting it online? Or like well, has, you, have sales actually dropped? I mean, that would be noteworthy. But um, I mean, I don't I, I, know because who? How, how do you track that um, if people I, are buying on Amazon or whatever? But my guess is that there's a lot of other places to buy alcohol. You don't, you don't need to go to a liquor store. You can go to a convenience store. You can go to Sam's or Costco. You can go lots of places to, to get it. You don't need to go to a store that just specializes in alcohol. Well, I feel like uh, your glass is half empty. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being a realist. Well, I am being the eternal optimist. Apparently you are, you are. Um, it's usually was, my thing. 
My glass is usually half full. That's usually what I'm known for. <laughs> Convoy of I've hope. Never, I've never accused him of that in 16 years. Never. Uh, no, although you're not negative, but yes, a realist, I guess, would be a way to say it. I think that may be a trait of a journalist. So there you go. Yes, critical eye. Critical eye. Uh, Convoy of Hope is receiving a big donation to help with disaster responses. Diageo, North America Beverage Company out of Illinois, is donating 10 million cans of drinking water. Who wants to drink water out of a can? That's a lot of water. 10 million people do that too. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Right. That's right. I've never well, even I've... heard of this company. And it, it like they have the coolest like marketing looking thing going on on their can. Yeah, it's cool. It looks so fancy. Uh, it, uh, this, these cans are to be used as Convoy uh, of Hope responds to disasters all across the country. Multiple truckloads are already at Convoy of Hope's World Distribution Center here locally. Uh, some of the water has already been distributed to people. Convoy of Hope is currently on disaster response number 79 for this year, Eesh. which, and there's still a lot of time left, six weeks left in the, in the year. Uh, and already we've broken last year's record of 75 disaster responses. So busy year, busy year, um, but do, like you know, donations real quick, donations like that allow Convoy to do what Convoy does and to respond and help more people. So it's super cool. Yeah. Thank you, Diageo. Um, it's cool too, because we didn't even mean to, but have you noticed that there's a common thread through all the stories? Uh, I'll let you guys figure it out. But you know what I mean? It's like natural disasters, but really awesome people who are helping respond to such plus like crime plus, um, you know, grant money to raise up pastors. It's all connected is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's all connected. It's all yeah. pointing. So, okay. Um, Oh, sorry. Go. This is you. Yeah. It was a big win for Missouri state uh, men's soccer team in the first round of the NCAA tournament last night. The Bears made the tournament for the fifth straight season and hosted Omaha last night and beat Omaha. They won that game 1-0 and uh, now move on to California to play number 16 Stanford on Sunday. So uh, be rooting on the soccer Bears. That's really exciting. Um, all right, Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, have you been? It's been a minute, but surely you've been. Um Ozarks, Chuck E. Cheese's, they are getting rid of the thing that delights some kids and uh, petrifies others, I guess. <laughs> um, the animatronic show is going away at every location except for the one in Los Angeles. It'll be replaced by an interactive dance floor, a giant video wall, more arcade games, and new trampoline zones. Yeah, it's interesting because as long as I can remember, and we never, I don't know that they had them when I was a kid. I think i think they probably did. We didn't ever go to them because, you know, we just didn't. But uh, they've had that animatronic bear band for a long time. And now I guess they've had enough. Yeah, it's very interesting because I don't, I also don't remember going to a Chuck E. Cheese as a child, I guess. I mean, I'm from a tiny town, so like it would make sense that I had not been to one um, until I had my own children. But yes, the animatronics band is a little exciting for some and a little creepy for others. <laughs> so take it or leave it. Um, all right. And then finally this, back by popular demand, Reese's Caramel Big Cup. I like Reese's. 
but I prefer peanut butter, not caramel. So I don't know. I haven't had it yet, but, um, this is the traditional peanut butter cup, but with a layer of caramel as well. So, uh, Hershey stopped making them apparently in 2006, but then a petition was started by some of the fans and it got the attention of those in charge over at Hershey's. And what do you know? They're coming back and they should start showing up in stores today. So there you go. Um, who says you can't fight city hall, right? Yeah. They just start just a did. petition and see what happens. I mean, it only, it's only taken, uh, 14, How many years? 17 years, <laughs> but, <laughs> but Hey, they're back. They're back. Yeah. Uh, I've never even heard of these things, but I do like um, caramel. I like car- caramel a lot more than peanut butter. Well, um, my, my friend Jen had an observation on Halloween. She's like, Oh, I love Reese's peanut butter cups. And I'm like, me too. And she was like, but I actually love the shapes Reese's peanut butter cups, like whether it be like the Christmas tree or like the Easter egg or the um, pumpkin shape. And she's right. She's right. I think it's because there's more peanut butter and I love chocolate as does she, but it's like a different amount of peanut butter to chocolate ratio. It's a thinner layer of chocolate without the hard, the the shell of the cup. It's thicker and harder. I would have never made the distinction until she said it, but guess what? She's right. She right? She's right. Yeah. Because the I have shapes are better. They are. They're better. They taste better. Okay. They're more satisfying. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's all that's all you need. That's all you, listen, if you're gonna That's waste all we're calories, all looking for is a little satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go in the shapes. So uh, um, I, now I that I've like, made the distinction for the rest of the Ozarks, I feel like they're going to be like, Oh my gosh, Jen this woman's right. onto something. They're probably going to friend of Sarah's was right. Yeah. Um, I feel like though recently that you have backed away from the peanut butter cups. Do you not like, you prefer other things over them now? Cause it used to, you used to you really know, like them and pick them out of the noticing. kids candy. Thank you for noticing. I, um, actually like to call it self-control. Um, is that what it is? Yeah. So I successfully have walked by the Snickers on the cabinet in there. I know. Thank you for noticing. I mean, we've only been married for 16 years. Like, I'm glad that you have finally noticed like, wow, I think my wife changed behavior because these 14 Snickers that have been sitting there since Halloween on the, now on the cute little Christmas tray, they went from the Halloween tray to the Christmas tray. Um, I, I don't like, I feel like I need a gold star. I don't know what I need, but I did feel like I needed an, an acknowledgement. This is a completely, um, organic moment right now. And I'm just really thankful. I just thought that you didn't care for Snickers and that you had you had stopped liking peanut butter cups. But but are you telling me you got some self-control? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. No, I mean, listen, I um I'm not gonna boast in it. That's for darn sure. Because well, clearly not. There could, clearly be, not. <laughs> there could be a 4 a.m. breakdown. You know what I mean? But um because it's peanut MMs then Snickers, then Reese's shapes in that but I've order. Seen you, I've seen you book. destroy some peanut M&Ms recently. Yeah, but did you notice that I didn't buy any this Halloween? I didn't notice that, no. I didn't. I walked by them. 
Did you take all the kids peanut M&Ms out of their bags? Uh, I did, but you know what? Yeah. There was only one. Oh, get out of here. Did they hide? No, They're smart kidding. enough to hide them before they get home from you. No, listen, they love their mother. They're, no, they've last they're, night on the way home. Griffin said unprovoked mom. I love you. I what, I love he's you manipulating you. What does he want? No, what he didn't he, ask for anything. He, he had like a 30 minute car ride. Didn't say another word. I'm telling you. I don't know. I drive with that kid like five hours to Memphis and three hours to Kansas yep. city. Never says that to me. Yep. I buy him chicken wings. I know. Take him to the Bass Pro Pyramid. Yep. Spoiled little guy. He's pretty great. He's a mama's boy is what he is. Well, we have two daddy's girls, so. If we're counting for keeping score, you're still ahead. Mm. Um, all right, people. It's Friday. Surely you're not still listening. But if you are, we want you to have a good one. <sighs> That's it. Uh, I'm headed down to uh, Fort Myers today with Convoy of Hope. We have a big community event down in Fort Myers where the, the hurricane hit a year ago, about 13 months ago, Hurricane Ian. So I will be there for that tomorrow and then head home after that. So You should tell people down there your name is Ian instead of Ethan because you know how yeah. some people call you Ian? Uh, do they? Yeah, people ask me how Ian is doing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I just go with it. He's great. He's good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have a uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you on Monday. All right. Bye bye. Bye. It's time for around the Ozarks wake up weather, sponsored by Scooters Coffee. Here's your host, meteorologist Abby Dyer. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, November 17th, and we are waking up with a cold front moving through the Ozarks this morning. Temperatures as a result, well, they're going to be a little bit cooler across the region today. It'll be pretty breezy out there, too. This morning, you don't notice much with that temperature in the low 40s for most. We'll warm to near 60 in the forecast again today, but there will be additional cloud cover and a few of you got some sprinkles overnight. Uh, there's not going to be a whole lot left out of that today, unfortunately. And those of you that got a little bit of rainfall, well, it wasn't much, just some sprinkles associated with that frontal boundary, but that's what's pushing through for us early this morning. We've had really tranquil weather in the forecast so far this week. So today things change a bit for us. Our south wind will become a north breeze, and you will notice that wind not only today, but through much of the weekend. I have winds picking up in the forecast 10 to 20 miles an hour. It will be dry behind this cold front and kind of breezy too. And with such low relative humidity in place, that means there will be an elevated risk for some fire danger over the weekend. Wildfires in these conditions can take off very, very quickly. So it's another reminder to you, no open burning. I have better rain chances in the forecast by late in the weekend into the early part of next week. So uh, just hold off. If you absolutely have to burn leaves or something, do so with extreme caution. And please make sure you check to see if any uh, burn bans are issued in your counties. Relative humidity values, by the way, they're going to be as low as 15 to 35% over the weekend. That's low. 
Uh, find the lotion, find the chapstick. You'll notice it. The skin dries out this time of the year too. Might be a good reminder to turn on the humidifiers over the weekend. And uh, hazards, just remember that can these conditions make it easy not only for fires to start, but also for them to spread. And the wind does not uh, act as our friend in these types of scenarios. The fire danger risk for today, the best opportunity is north of I-44 for those elevated fire weather conditions. It's more widespread spread on Saturday, but at the Eastern Ozarks look like they have a pretty big risk on Saturday and Sunday. So just something to keep in mind, avoid activities that cause open flames or sparks. And of course, always remember to properly discard of any cigarettes. The forecast for today, I think in Springfield, we're going to be in the low 60s, 61, my forecast for us. Others will be in the 50s, upper 50s for our Northern counties where the cold front is moving through first this morning in Northern Arkansas. We may have some mid 60s on the map and temperatures are going to be much cooler for overnight lows to tonight. We're falling back close to the freezing point. We'll be in the 30s for overnight lows both tonight and tomorrow night. So the weekend lows are looking a bit cooler. Heaters will probably be on over the weekend and the sunshine is back in full force for us tomorrow. I've got temperatures on Saturday once again in the low 60s, about 62 degrees. The forecast on Saturday by Sunday, it does look a bit cooler because some clouds move back into the region and I'm watching an area of low pressure that will increase the rain chance for us for the second half of Sunday. I think the first half is dry. But by Sunday evening, we'll start to look at some rain chances moving in, a 20 to 50% chance for rain on Sunday. That chance really increases. And I think Monday looks like a pretty soggy day in the Ozarks. As a result, our high temperature will barely make it to 50 degrees for the high on Monday. So today's temperature in comparison doesn't look so bad in the low 60s for most in the Ozarks. There will be a breeze though. So for anyone heading to Friday night football, make sure you uh, pack appropriately. I would take a blanket. You might want some hot chocolate tonight. The wind won't be very comfortable around the country. What's making headlines is this unsettled weather pattern out in California. They of course had some rain and some winds yesterday. It looks very unsettled out there again today. And then the next thing I'm watching is this pre Thanksgiving storm that's going to impact much of the country as we head into most of next week. Now here in the Ozarks and much of the central portion of the country, us in the Eastern United States, we're going to see widespread rain and wind Monday through about Wednesday. Nothing severe for us, but enough to make travel hectic, especially if you're traveling by car. There may be some minor airport delays with some of the heavier downpours that will be around. Then the heavy rain will move into the mid-Atlantic and the Northeast on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Some of the uh, higher uh, terrain up there, you may get a little bit of snowfall mixed in. That's going to be for New York, Pennsylvania, much of the Northeast. And then we're talking about cold air for really the Eastern two thirds of the country. That's going to happen Wednesday through Thanksgiving. So the forecast is looking much colder a week from today. Uh, not cold enough to snow though here in our part of the country. All right, it is time for that wake up weather brain twister question for the day. Here's the question that I left you with yesterday. Some Thanksgiving trivia for you. Which president made Thanksgiving a national holiday? The options were A, Abraham Lincoln, B, George Washington, C, Andrew Jackson, or D, James Garfield. The answer some of you guessed this correctly. It is A, Abraham Lincoln. On October 3rd, 1863, uh, Abraham Lincoln declared that the third Thursday 
last, excuse me, last Thursday of November would be Thanksgiving day. And, uh, it has since then. So it was all honest Abe, uh, that we can thank for Thanksgiving being a national holiday. All right. Here's the question for tomorrow. More Thanksgiving trivia for you. Which native American tribe celebrated the first Thanksgiving with the pilgrims? Do you think it was a Ottawa B Navajo or C Wampanoag? Let me know what you think. Which native American tribe celebrated the first Thanksgiving with the pilgrims, Ottawa, Navajo, or Wampanoag? You can submit your guess over at aroundtheozarks.com. If you get it right, you'll be entered to win a $20 gift card to Scooters Coffee. So thank you so much, Scooters, for your sponsorship. And thank you for listening early this morning. I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Stay warm this weekend, and I will catch you first thing early next week.